This is The Back Pass, a podcast for sports nerds by sports nerds. This week, we discuss the death of ODI cricket. The Back Pass panel will conduct an autopsy right here on the show. Is there anything that can be done to revive one-day international cricket? Hello and welcome to the Back Pass. I'm your host, Gurpreet Singh Rana. And with me today, I have Shivank, Sid, and Kevin. Hello, gents. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. And talking about a revival, maybe back from the dead, Pavesh. Hello, old friend. Hello, hello, Gurpreet. How you guys been? Very good. We have missed you, oh special one. Uh, yes, yes. Shazay uh, is very happy to be back. This is a great moment for Shazay. I, I was thinking, I was thinking you're going to do the whole rock thing. Finally, she's <laughs> come back to the back pass. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret, right? So, sometime around May, I took a nap. Um, and I just woke up and someone told me it's August 2022 and here I am. I, I don't know. <laughs> what did I miss? Is, is United still in for a top four spot? They're still in for Frankie de Jong. <laughs> what, what, was that nap because you thought the show was overs 15 to 35 off an ODI international cricket match? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to make a pretense of watching those 15 to 35 overs, but usually it's on in the background while I'm reading a book. Something, sure, <laughs> yeah, and, and naturally, I'll fall asleep. <laughs> or the airbrush manual. Oh, god, yeah, I'm falling asleep just thinking about it. <laughs> Shavank, let's crack right into it. What is wrong with ODI cricket? So, there's a few things, right, straight off the top of my head that I can think of that are wrong with ODI cricket. Your first thing is every single ODI now is a glorified friendly because there's nothing on the line except when it's a World Cup or a Champions Trophy game. Otherwise, you're just playing bilateral series with basically nothing on the line. Your team could win, your team could lose. It doesn't affect the point rank points. It affects the point rankings, but the points ranking doesn't actually do much when it comes to the World Cup. Your your guaranteed nations are still going to be there, whatever. The other thing is, there's hardly any incentive for the players either. Um, Thanks to whatever the B, um, ICC, I was about to say BCCI, but you know, same, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've done in the last few years, Test cricket has sprung back into prominence and I'm grateful for that. It is the ultimate form of cricket. And then you've got your T20s. Every single player has an incentive for T20s now because the moment you do well in T20s, you have a chance of being picked up by a franchise cricket team somewhere in the world, whether that's BPL or IPL or the Caribbean Premier League. So there's a lot of money on the line, and therefore there is extra motivation for the players. ODI cricket, before T20, there was something for the players, you know, a shorter format, something for the fans as well. And, you know, it's got, it has it has its own legacy, but now you've got a lot of cricketers, Moin Ali being the most recent, coming out and saying, well, what's the point? And then you've got players like Ben Stokes basically retiring from that format to focus on the other two. And do I need to mention overs 15 to 35? 
Um, I completely agree. And I'll, I'll take you back to 2019-2020, uh, post the World Cup, when India was uh, uh, touring New Zealand. Uh, the, the T20s would, you know, India won the T20s. We went to the one days. India lost the first one day. And I think Virat was asked, how did that go? He goes, look, ODIs are not relevant at this stage because we've just come out of a World Cup. So what that actually tells me is if you're not playing a World Cup, the players are not actually taking it seriously. You know, so which means there is no motivation to actually play the game. You 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 chop and change things. You lose, you lose, you win, you win. So be it. It's, it doesn't make any difference because either the crowd is watching T20s or they're watching the test match. And as you said, and te- the T20s have given, uh, you know, a livelihood to a lot of players who would, wouldn't otherwise actually play for the, for the national teams. Uh, so where does one day fit in all of this? Don't think anywhere. Yeah, I think you nailed it, Sid. So the the thing that crosses my mind is India has one team, but there's probably three ODI teams available in terms of talent that's not being played outside of that. And when you compare that with the rest of the competition, if you're not having the best pool of players in any format, then what do you have? You've got a lesser product. And speaking on that, fifteen to thirty-five overs, um, we've all, we've solved it. Like we we know how to play that fifteen to thirty-five overs to maximize the output, and and therefore it's it's like checkers. Like why play the game when you know what the answer is? It's it's a little bit lost there. Mm. Yeah, it's an excellent point, Kevin. And I think that what all of you have touched on is the the lack of context. I would actually put it to all of you that it's not just ODIs that lack context. What is the context for a T20 bilateral series like the one we've just seen between India and the West Indies, for instance, or New Zealand's tour up to play Ireland, Netherlands, and Scotland? Scotland, what's, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's the context there? There's none, apart from it being a warm-up for the World Cup. I think the ODIs, actually, they happened upon a really good format for the... Uh, I think it was the ODI Super League. Is that what it's called? Uh, where you know there were actually points involved. Qualification for the World Cup was at stake. Every team apart from India had something to play for. It just wasn't marketed that well. And in their wisdom, the ICC have decided not to continue it past the 2023 cycle. But this was an opportunity for the associate nations to actually play more games. And this is why I, you know, these all nights went across and played some ODIs against Ireland as well. <laughs> I mean, Ian Chappell, Ian Chappell raised a very valid point. Where is this game going? We need to talk about it. We need to save the game. Uh, I understand what they're doing with Test Cricket, the World Test Championship. It's marketed really well. Mm. And that's how it should be. And as as Bhavesh said, there is a, this league thing, you know, which everyone needs to take seriously. But no one talks about it. The World Cup is next year, right? India is playing, obviously, because they are the host nation. Mm. But other than that, no one is even talking about it. And I and I can see why New Zealand actually played um, the Tri-Series because they wanted to get some points up. And for exactly the same reason, South Africa pulled out of pulled the Australia yeah. Series. Yeah. So they don't actually miss out playing the World Cup next year. Yeah. So uh, funny enough, they are taking it seriously at the same time, but not taking it seriously at the same time, which is, which is quite funny. Yeah. Kevin, I want to come to you here. Uh, Sid just made a comment that we've got to do something to save the game. Uh, Kevin, is it worth saving this format? 
is this a format worth saving, or would we all just be better off with just T20 cricket and test matches? So I think uh, to answer that question, I'd probably break that up into two halves. If we keep it in the current format, the format which we've all known since the 90s, Kerry Packers revolution format, Mm. then probably not. We need to, like, as a cricketing community, look to reinvest into this format that's been around for such a long time and, uh, you know, change it, take it down to 40 overs, look at that 15 to 35 overs, 40 overs, and see what you can do there. Maybe, maybe implement a more strategic internal base so that you can um, leverage greater strategies in that space. And I'd, I'd also say... Um, there's there's a whole lot of things that you can do to improve it. Like if I, if I was just thinking abstractly, right, you look at the the things that are the most popular sporting events in the world. You have the NFL draft, you've got the IPL auction, mm. you've got March Madness. So just incorporating those ideas, you could reduce it to a 16 or a 20-team format, have a 16-team um, knockout competition that happens, you know, every two years, have an auction that, um, you know, uh, you players buy into or teams buy into and have a draft so that that the spread of talent is is equal um, if you can implement those kinds of things as well as changing the format itself then definitely it's worth saving because there's plenty of talent and I think the talent's not spread evenly at the moment so you're not seeing all of it as well um, mm. and uh, balancing it that way also reduces the load on each of the players. I, I don't like the idea of Virat or Rohit playing three different formats. As much as I love watching mm. them play, I think there's too much talent floating around for that to happen. So franchiseify one-day cricket as well, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Shivank and Kevin, your, your, have I got this correct? Your, your solution here is more ODI cricket. Different structures, a, yeah. A different structure and a more lucrative form of ODI cricket that appeals gotcha. to a the audience because you're seeing a mixture of talent and it's not just international teams versing each other. So there's a lot more permutations and combinations of players possible. You know, like the um, the greatest o- uh, test team that we designed for the last twenty years. Maybe that just becomes a realistic thing that somebody manages to assemble. So, so for clarity, the, the the solution here is we have fewer of these lacking contest ODI internationals that Pavish was talking about, and potentially look at a IPL style franchise format of ODI cricket where we're taking the best talent in the world and we're doing something that is like the NFL or the Premiership or the IPL. Yeah, or a combination of all three. Hmm. And even at a micro level, so um, if you bring it down a couple of steps, even within the game, I don't think there's an even contest between bat and ball anymore. And that's evidenced by the fact yeah. that the number of games that reach beyond 300 or, or even touching 400 now is just ridiculous. There's fielding, fielding restrictions which negatively impacts the bowling team. You bowl a no ball, you get a free hit, the wide's too close to the leg side. All these things are sort of bias the game towards the batsman. So if you, can we please bring back like 160 or 180 run chases in 50 overs? That seem impossible, not because of the wicket, but because of how um, challenging it is. More of that, please. That'd be fun. 
I, I think we, we, we talk about the overs 15 to 35, but we have to actually go back and see where things actually went wrong for the overs 15 to 35. Use of two balls. Is that we actually where we lost the game? Yeah, bingo. Um, when the ball was reverse swinging, it was an even contest. Yes. You know, that's where the batsman skill was being tested as well. Now, you, you essentially playing with a brand new ball and a newish ball for, you know, for up to 50 overs because it's 25 overs each. And honestly, they, they, they changed the ball just because they don't like the condition of the ball at, at, at a little notice, which is giving batsmen more of an advantage. Mm which means they are able to score more runs. You bring back the, uh, the the old rule where you play with one ball, let the ball reverse, and let's see how many runs the batsman can score. Does that bring the excitement back to the game? Maybe. Who knows? I actually doubt that. I, I uh, Because the middle overs were a problem before they brought the two new balls in. Remember that we had the curse of the Dibley Doublers uh, not so long ago, back when we had this ball that was you know, past 25 overs old and you get the Gavin Larsons of the world coming in and boring <laughs> us to death for yeah. about 20 overs until we actually got the real bowlers yeah. back on. So I think you're replacing one problem with another. Perhaps we could take it to another level. I think, uh, was it someone here who said it or did I read it online? I'll plagiarize it anyway. <laughs> um, I think you can have two new balls, but let the captain decide when they use the other ball. So they can, at the start of every over, choose which ball you're going to use. So you could run one ball into the ground, so it's good for the spinners, good for reverse swing. And you know what? In the middle overs, I'm going to bring out my new ball at one Which end. forces you to bring back your premier bowlers anyway for at least three overs. Exactly. 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 No more <laughs> Gavin Larson's. No, again, no paid for Gavin Larson. Uh, great servant to New Zealand cricket, but as a spectator, another 10 or 20Ks an hour, please. Uh, gents, gents just, just taking a step backwards here. So, uh, uh, in layman's terms, here, here is my criticism of overs 15 to 35. As Kevin so beautifully put it, it's almost an algorithm that's kind of solved itself. Right. The, the, the approach that most teams tend to take is you consolidate, you go at fours and fives, maybe sixes during that period, depending on the conditions, depending on how you started. And then you launch in the last 15 mm-hmm. overs. And, and because of the skill set and the 360 degree hitting that T20 cricket has introduced, that's where the fireworks are. So you have a bit of fireworks at the start where a bowler may fire up. You may have a a Dustfried Boomerah or a Trent Bolt firing up in those first 10 overs. And then at the end, we have the fireworks. And in the middle, we have this vast sort of, it's just a much of a muchness, right? <laughs> How do you crack that, right? Because uh, that to me is, it, it, it feels to me like a very, very hard problem to solve. Here's the other thing about that 360 degree hitting. Could we please harden up and put those boundary ropes yes, back please. on the boundary? <laughs> or get rid of them completely. Well, even, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to see the equivalent of an Olympic running track around the outside of a cricket field. Can you just put yeah. those ropes back a bit? A rope is e- not expensive. E- get a bigger Eden rope. Park? <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, Eden Park used to be diagonal back in the day. Can we go back to that at least? <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be halfway down Dom Road, man. <laughs> one thing yeah. I'd say is that yeah. that probably changed the game so you have more twos and threes um, I think there was a decision probably about 15 years ago to to have more fours and sixes because that's what the fans or at least the you know the short attention span 
you know, Gen Z fans were looking for out of the game. Um, do we, do we, if we, if we do that, do we alienate that group? Um, the other thing I was thinking about was why don't we just shorten it? Like, why wouldn't, why is there a requirement to have 50 overs? We could take it down to 40. Um, and that would potentially reduce that melancholy at least a little bit. Um, it'd be at least worth our trying because you might have teams attempting different strategies because there'll be more wickets in hand at the, the 40 over mark um, than they would be at the 50 over mark, for instance. Um, so that could be, you know, an alternative. Mm-hmm. The question, the, the question is, what, what is the audience ODI cricket is actually targeting? Someone who doesn't like T20s but uh, finds the test uh, way long? Hand on heart, I don't know what o- the audience is for ODI cricket anymore. I, I, I don't have a lot of answers, but uh, I, I think I can answer this one for you, Sid. Uh, I think the audience <laughs> is Mr. Cricket himself. Because you're, you're probably the only <laughs> one that watches overs 15 to 35. I have to watch it for the stats. It is a format <laughs> of the game for Sid. Well, as Ali once said, if there's a gully cricket going on in India, I'll, I'll stop and watch that one as no, well. But, hey, uh, gully cricket's fine. I mean, all, all joking aside, Sid, you, you make an excellent point. Um, it, and I'm, I'm just using uh, my the, the circles that, 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 I, that, I, that I'm around. Uh, most people at home they'll watch T20 cricket because it's only on for three hours. Uh, a, a good test match played in almost any conditions has sessions which are just gripping, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, mm-hmm. it is almost bizarre that we at home, we won't watch an ODI from start to finish, but we'll watch a whole day of test match cricket, right? Because the sessions are so gripping. I, it's very hard to define what audience ODIs are targeting anymore because it, it, it's, it's not quite the purest form of the game. It's not quite the fireworks that we see with T20s. And perhaps this is the problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's a good question. I mean, if it doesn't have a place in the modern world, should we move on? Kevin made a great point about reducing the number of overs. The ODI cricket started at 60 overs, reduced to 50 because of shorter daylight hours in the subcontinent when they moved the World Cup there in 1987. So. You know, cricket, as traditional as it can be, it actually has a great capacity mm-hmm. for reinvention. Perhaps there's a there's an element of fear from the traditionalists that the records that were set, the great performances of ODIs, will fade away with the format, and that alone is a reason to keep it. And I, I would disagree with that. I would say that you know those records are there for all time, but we don't have to persist with a format that no longer works because it's been superseded. By its I mean, younger we got cousin. rid of rest days as well in cricket, right? It's now con- continuous cricket. So, yeah, I, I don't, I'm much like you, Bhavish, yeah. I don't agree I, with the records thing at all. Uh, and I, I think, like, if you look at it from the perspective of the nostalgia aspect, for me personally, some of the greatest moments I've had ever watching cricket, the moments that, you know, your heart's pounding, you're sitting on the edge of the seat, are those early ni- late nineties, early two thousands one day matches when players like Michael Bam and, and they would chase what was seemingly impossible at that time at what seems like a paltry four and over, and it was the most intense thing in the world to watch. And I, I think like players like that revolutionized the game. We wouldn't. I, I, I'm, I, 
I, I have a sense that, you know, T20 cricket wouldn't exist if we didn't have players like Michael Bevan. So uh, from that perspective, the historical, reducing it down to 40 overs, I don't think that's going to detract from that at all. In fact, I think it probably it enhances those periods, mm. the periods where well, we they, all fell in love with the ODI cricket. The whole point cricket. of T20 cricket was to let's save the, the game because we are losing the crowds to one-day cricket, so we need to come up with a form of cricket so we can bring the mm. crowd back. So so then, do the ODIs and T20s actually can coexist together? I don't think so. Because you've got likes of, uh, uh, you know, England playing Netherlands, scoring 500 runs, and, you know, which, what's the point of all of that? Yeah. You know? Uh, it's meaningless. And this is where people are going away from the game. Uh, Sid, uh, I think you've raised an excellent point here. And and in many ways, this is my qualm with ODI cricket. Shivang touched on it. The, the, the problem with ODI cricket that I see is that the balance has gone too far towards the bat, right? We, we have this yeah. form of the game where teams are putting up these ridiculous scores. And when you're chasing... The pressure is just too much. When it's 330, 340, there isn't much room for mistakes. And as Kevin so beautifully said, um, particularly 20 years ago when when we moved to New Zealand, um, some of the best cricketing moments were those plucky Black Caps performances where we were defending 180, 190 against Aussie, Mm. right? Um, I just love the contest there. Now, we we have the president of the Bowlers Association here with us, Pavesh. (laughs) Is there anything anything that we could do in the the one-day format of the game to to bring that balance back? And and I'm going to throw a pretty, you know, it's an idea that's been discussed to death, but more bounces. You know, and I know it was maybe the last show you were on before your your hiatus, but um, you were talking about the 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 thrill you get when someone's running in and bowling at 150 clicks, right? Is that something that kind of brings the the shock and awe back in, right? You know, if we bring that bounce effect in, is that something that could liven it up? Before Bhavesh, you say. Yeah, yeah. Before you say that, make sure we've got a pitch which suits that bowler. We don't have a flat track. Excellent point. <laughs> so we import the wacker pitches everywhere, and then we play that yep. way. The the nineties <laughs> wacker pitch, the nineties, not not the current I, one. I yeah. would watch that. <laughs> yeah, hey, I would watch that. So I was I was going to say the pitch actually is one of the biggest determining factors as to how you actually play and who you select. So you know the revival of fast bowling in the past what is it now, nearly 10 years, is no accident that pitches and test matches have become more sporting. And, you know, in T20s as well, they've realized that the Dibbly-Doblers don't have any place anymore because they're going to get Carter all around the park. So you need someone who's super fast. The angle uh, that they use, the the mode of attack is a little bit different. But um, that, ha- you know, it's funny. I never expected fast bowling to actually have this revival that it has had. Um, to, to improve bowler's chances first yeah put the boundary rope back you've got thick enough bats that'll probably clear the mcg anyway with a miss time <laughs> with with a miss hit but here you're giving the fielder a chance to catch it uh the other the other issue i think as well uh, was was that maybe we could look at substitutions within the game mm. and allow five substitutions during a game imagine how that could change the game right maybe five maybe three whatever it is what does that do to how you select your batting lineup you can decide your starting lineup after the toss. So you know whether you're batting or bowling. You can select your starting team at that point. If you're batting first, 
you pick more batters. And you've got the bowlers sitting on the sidelines. Then you stack your team with bowlers and specialist fielders for the return uh, for 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 your uh, bowling innings. And 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 what that, that what that would do is that would put more specialists out on the field. That would make it harder for the batters because you're facing a wider variety of attack. You could then play seven bowlers. Yeah. Yeah. In your team, if you wanted to, you would have you, what. What that does is it opens up uh, uh, many, many different tactical approaches to the game by just allowing substitutions. Yeah, I think that's so, a sport. It's called baseball. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> the, the, Why can't we take the good ideas from baseball? I, I mean, you know, it's no, clearly popular. I agree, man. Uh, yeah, Shivank, you would yeah. uh, you would remember this from a few years back where. Um, Chelsea goalkeeper who was about to be subbed refused to go off. I, 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 imagine, imagine the, uh, imagine the viewer, the the viewing audience watching Virat Kohli on the pitch being called off by the coach and him saying, "I'm not going off. I'm staying right here. You carry me off. You carry me off. I'm going to bowl ten overs now." <laughs> I love, I love that idea, Babish. I'm all for the subs. I would watch just for the subs. His. And bounce here's, your pitches. Here's, uh, here's my question to you, Bhavesh, then. We are anywhere struggling to explain umpire's call to the world. What does umpire's call actually mean? So many so many rules, so many substitutions. I think we're going to lose the uh, the people completely. They well, lose the audience completely. Well, if baseball and NFL can do it, why can't cricket? Which form of cricket is the question? Which form of cricket? Can we do it to all formats? Why would that be fun? Like, imagine it'll be tough with tests unless you do rolling subs it'll be tough with tests but i can see that happening for t20s yeah. and i can see that happening for one yeah, day is... in, just imagine in test cricket right you can bring your premier swing bowlers and pace bowlers what? in what? for the first innings <laughs> and then you bring your spinners in on the last innings if you know we go by the traditional definition of a good wicket <laughs> I mean, England tried that in the 2005 Ashes, didn't they? They actually did uh, have a number of substitutions. All they did was they took their premier frontline bowlers off after they'd had their spell, brought on some specialist fielders. Lo and behold, they and won the Ashes. This is why Ricky Ponting was swearing when he was walking back to the <laughs> pavilion. Because <laughs> he didn't even know who the fielder was. <laughs> yeah. Bhavesh, I, uh, I really think you are onto a good idea there with um, more bounces, more subs, maybe the quicks running in. Bowling bouncers and and look, the back pass does not condone violence. But I don't think a good I don't think a good bouncer is violence. To be honest, I think there's art to it. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, we we possibly have more injuries and those subs come in. I, I think it's a perfectly good idea. Can we also get rid of fielding restrictions or something? Make it harder for make it harder for the batsmen. Can we just get yeah. just get rid of one days completely? That's my suggestion. So, <laughs> So, 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 gents, gents, do we, do we think, do we think we've cracked this? We've got take the fifty-over game down to forty overs from Kevin, make the pitches more consistent, bring the quicks into it, and possibly have subs. Uh, are, are those the ideas we have to to revive the format of the game that Sid loves so much? Hmm. And move it to a franchise format with. Kind of like you have your football or your traditional European sports where you've got clubs versing each other or teams versing each other. And really, and every time there's an international game, every fan in the world loses their mind. Oh, and bring back yeah. Tri-Series, but please vet the sponsors because I don't want to see another Hoi Hoi Cup. <laughs> Are you okay with tobacco companies sponsoring cricket? 
No, but they actually, they, they can't do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> there, there was a rule that came out. Tobacco companies and alcohol companies, they can't actually sponsor anymore. Oh, Even when the alcohol companies do it, they, they do it with their uh, soda water. They, they don't actually, oh. <laughs> which is funny. Wait, so Castle Lager can't sponsor? <laughs> yeah. Ah, so VB and Castle Lager and all those guys are now gone. Unless they can spo- unless they actually have a line of sparkling waters out there, uh, it's not possible. Mm. Yeah, for yeah, soda just, water. You know, okay, I tell you what, just ban <laughs> Oi Hoi from sponsoring anything. Okay, can you imagine the um, the klaxons and everything that go off every time there's a boundary or a six or a wicket? Oi Hoi. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna lose that's gonna lose a novelty factor maybe after two overs i i may not well, watch the first 10 overs has the apl gone uh, gotten the novelty done with yet i mean unless it's uh unless it's the auction uh pretty much the the, the novelty's <laughs> gone for me and also as a punjab kings fan i think it was gone a few years ago <laughs> I think it never happened, good pre Yeah, let's be what, what, what IPL, right? What, what, what is <laughs> what this IPL, IPL thing exactly. they're talking about, Slade? The the only thing I can say about Punjab, they were number six when they had six teams, eight teams, or even <laughs> ten, ten teams. teams. They've always been number six. <laughs> Mr. <Mystic> consistent. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, man, they're still in the competition. <laughs> My team's gone. Like, there is no Carol Tuskers anymore. They just disappeared. <laughs> Uh, uh they also okay here's one more for the ipl this is not odis but i'm just going to say for the ipl there needs to be a consistent naming convention for the teams we had kochi tuskers kerala yeah look you either put the state or you put the city or you put the nickname at the end you can't just have it always and then you've of course you've got the greatest name <laughs> of all time rising pune super giant yeah they paid they paid an advertising company to remove the s from Super Giants between season one and season two, someone got paid for that. Hey, they were they were talking about the owners, not necessarily the team. <laughs> I mean, Anish, in, your, in your two and a half months away from the pod, have you figured out what a Super Giant is? Nah, he was. Ta- I'm still. He was looking. taking a nap. <laughs> I, well. Actually, actually, if, if I did see one place where you know, if you if you do have a super giant and symptoms persist for more than thirty minutes, call a doctor. <laughs> That's about as far as I've gotten. With. And on that note, <laughs> were we discussing ODI cricket <laughs> <laughs> next week? Next Dr. week Oz. on the next week on the backfast, Barvesh is going to be back to delve right into uh, all the research he's done into what a super giant is. I've got the camera <laughs> off for a reason, boys. <laughs> well, team, I think that's that's all we have time for this week. Thank you to each and every one of you. We will be back next week to discuss more sports and to get more sports nerdy with the backpass panel right here on the back pass.